Welcome, everybody, to episode 46 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting across from an amazing realtor and the president of Casa Coastal Bend. Of the Coastal Bend. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Laura Collins. Welcome. Yes, Thank yes. you so much Thank for being for here. Me. Yes. Uh, I mean, my Saturday morning just got so much better now that I'm getting to finally meet you in person because I've seen your bus bench yeah. advertisements. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it cracks me up because I never ever noticed them and then I saw you uh-huh. and then I saw your name and I'm like, hey, it was just kind of meant to be. You put it all together. Yes. <laughs> okay, so real estate. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of ideas about how real estate works. Did you know what you were getting into? Did you know you wanted to, to get into it? You know, where did this come from? Um, okay, so I was in retail management for a really long time mm-hmm. and... Um, Are you from Corpus? Yep. I'm, okay. I'm from Corpus Christi, born and raised and um, I was in retail management for a really long time and and I really kind of couldn't move up any further unless I moved out of Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I are both from here, so everybody that you know we love is is here. Of you course. Know? So we had no we had no interest in moving to San Antonio or Austin or all these other places. That, See, you I know, don't either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're great cities. But yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. I, I love to visit them, but I just didn't want to live there. You yeah. know. So so I, I kind of you know went as far as I could with the company I was with, uh, and then had to kind of decide. You know, am I going to stay a store manager forever? you know or you know am I going to try something different so um one of the other uh one of the other managers had already left and and uh you know got a real estate license and stuff and I saw that she was doing really well mm-hmm. so it was kind of an easy you know wait a minute if she if she could do this I know I can do this Absolutely. too and, and it's still sales so true so that's yeah it's and you still need sales. a special skill set for that I yeah mean, wow props to you because a- absolutely yeah. yeah so uh so anyway so it was it was a it was an easy transition because, you know, I already kind of saw a friend of mine go through all of it and, mm-hmm. and decided, you know, I wanted to try it. So, yeah. So you yeah. did kind of know what to expect. Um, I knew a little of what to expect. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but uh, that's that's a lot different than, than doing it. So Absolutely. Because yeah. it is work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I have appointments after, after this today and it's Saturday. So that's just my life. You're right. Yeah. I mean, do you ever have a day off? You know, I, I do. But what I do is I, I, uh, I schedule my days off around, you know, okay, well, I have no appointments on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, I try to take it a little easier on, on that Wednesday. Of you course. Know? So, so I kind of schedule my, my days off that way. Yeah. Yeah. So then you decide, okay, so, you know, I have a friend who's done it. She can definitely be a resource. I- I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what is, so when you decide to become a real estate agent, uh-huh. what do you have to do next? Well, you have to get your license. Right. So there's uh, extensive classes you've got to take. I mean, it, it, it's changed since, uh, since I got my license, but you know, now the hours that you have to take are completely different. I think it's, it's actually a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so you did it right. You did it right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess it was a good thing that I got in back then. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but anyway, so, you know, you have to get, you have to get your license and, you know, part of that is taking your exam, you know, you have to pass your exam. Um, and, and how then, does that, is it like a 70 or better? How, how does that work? Um, actually, oh my gosh, it's been so long. I really kind of can't tell you. you. You do have to have a passing grade. What that right. passing grade is, I don't even remember. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been 19 years yeah. for me, Brittany. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's been a while, but, um, but you do have to have a, you know, you have to have a, a, a passing, you know, uh, grade for your exam. And then, you know, it's pretty much just, um, interviewing brokers to see where you want to be. You okay. Know? Yeah. So what so, does that mean? Like when you say well, that, yeah, well, because I mean, there's, there's, a lot of brokerages here in Corpus Christi and um, you know it, it's about you know what's going to be a good fit for you mm-hmm. you know um, there's very small brokerages who you know who just have you know maybe you know 10 agents mm-hmm. you know and then you've got you know Keller Williams which is where I'm at and, and you, you know we've got 275 agents wow you know? just so, in, tech, in uh, Corpus just in, in, okay. in the Coastal Bend area okay, coastal yeah because Bend. you know we, we, we do Rockport and Port A and Calala and Flower Bluff and all those those areas too so um, but um but so you, you've just got to find the right fit, yes. you know, so, so, you know, you, you are going to get out there and kind of talk to uh, brokers and see, you know, okay, who's going to, um, you know, who's going to train me, take the time to train me, yeah. you know, who's going to have, you know, a mentor uh, program for you, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't want any of those. Maybe you just want to hit the ground yeah. and just do it yourself, which is a little scary, yes, I gotta say. I, sure. I, I probably would not recommend that myself, mm-hmm. but, um, but so you got to ask all those questions, you know. And, and see what's going to be the best fit for you. Okay, great. Yeah. And so then, ultimately, it was Keller Williams for you. Well, actually, I, like I said, I've been doing this for about 19 years mm-hmm. now. Actually, I think I'm... Yeah, I'm, and you've been on a... On a what is it? Um, for 19 years. 
You've been involved in a uh, like a well, yeah, we, uh, association I'm part or of something. the you know uh, Texas Association of Realtors, Corpus Christi Association of Realtors. Yes. Yeah, so so I've I've been you know a member of of those pre- programs since I started to mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, but but actually, you know, I've I've been with two uh, brokerages. I started with the Remax, uh, which at the time was was still one of the largest uh, companies in town. And yes. Then, um, about ten years in, I uh, switched to Keller Williams. Okay. So. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And you seem to be doing really really amazing. Yeah. Right yeah. I'm very I'm very proud of my productivity. You know. So yeah. It, it you know you have to work really hard to do well in this business. Um, you know they say they say the top twenty percent of you know of of the agents do eighty percent of of, you know of of the business and that's true it really is true you know so yeah I yeah. mean okay so you really have to be on yourself to put that work in I mean that's so, right yeah I mean, how, so how do you brand yeah how do you yeah. brand yourself you know because I feel like you're you guys are a brand yeah each realtor is like a little bit oh, different yeah. kind absolutely of thing. we we you know if you're if you're doing it right you do have some sort of a, a brand out mm. there you know um how I brand myself I mean you know, branding is all about, you know, you, you look at somebody's advertisement and it all is, looks cohesive, you yes. know, so of course I've got that going on, uh, but, you know, I, I, I use the words professional and trustworthy on, mm-hmm. on, on all my, uh, on all my advertisement for the most part, because I think that's what I kind of pride myself on. Absolutely. You know, a, a lot of my business, actually a hundred percent of my business is, is word of mouth and it's referrals. Wow. And, and that only, that only happens if, you know, you have good word of mouth going yes. on out there, you know, so. That's uh, incredible. So, yeah. So that's kind of what I brand myself on. You know, everybody, you know, uh, brands themselves differently. Yeah. So tell me how, Okay. So you just got your license. You decide mm-hmm. you're going to go with Remax. Mm-hmm. Then what? Mm-hmm. So, ha- do they say okay? You are going to represent? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. How does it work? Um, they don't. They don't help you at all mm-hmm. getting business. Okay. You know. So so of course you know when you're in an office, you get to uh, take cold calls mm-hmm. that might come into your office. You know. But but this is 2019. Most people don't even call into an office to right. find out about a house yes. anymore. You know. Absolutely. So you know what they're doing is they're getting online. And um, and they're checking for the information that they want on a particular house. So uh, when I started, I, I was lucky enough to where you know people were still calling into the office mm-hmm. enough to where I could I could pick up cold calls. And, yes. And oddly enough, and they came to you. Uh, well, they were well, they were calling. Yeah. Into Remax. Yes. And if I happened to be the person that was taking cold calls that hour, got it. Then it was my client to pick ah, up. Okay. So, yeah. So so you know I did that. I did open houses. I mean, I did anything and everything I could do just to kind of, you know, get that, that cycle started, you know, right. that, that business going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's, uh, agents that have been in business for many, many years and, and, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to take calls on weekends, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, you get to that uh, point where you when, don't have to. Yeah. When I first started, I would tell all those top producers, you know, Hey, you know, if you get something this weekend, you don't want to work it, call me, I will work it. Yeah. You know? So so, you know, I, I did everything I, I possibly could to make sure that I had something, you know, in the pipeline. Right. Yeah. And so these uh, clients mm-hmm. will see a house that they like mm-hmm. and then call you to see it. So mm-hmm. does do all realtors have access to every listed house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we can show anybody's listings, yeah. But, you know, you have people... Actually, my, my very first cold call was someone wanting to sell their house. Oh, yeah. that's a totally different... Yes. Yeah, so, like, you know, uh, the calls that you get are going to be one or the other. It's not just going to be, you know... Uh, looking for for a house right right so uh, See, i've my, only ever been on the looking for a house yeah. i haven't experienced yes, the, other, the side. other side yeah, yeah. so uh, so anyway so my very first cold call was was that it, it was you know hey you know we want to sell our home you know uh, when can you meet with us you know so we can you know figure out how much we can sell our home for so right so yeah and you guide them along the way yeah i got to exactly yeah I've, I've only had one experience with a real estate agent and mm-hmm. i mean thank god Y'all know what y'all are talking about because I knew nothing. You know, I literally learned like on the fly. Yeah. And so y'all have yeah. that kind of information ready yeah. to go. So what's more challenging to you? Selling a house or selling a house for a client or finding a house for a client? Um, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's challenges for both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's more of a preference thing. I absolutely love helping people find it, their house, mm-hmm. you know, that's just really exciting and fun to me. And I, I love looking at houses. So, exactly. So, I mean, if I'm going to be completely honest, I'd say that's probably, you know, what I love to do the most. Of course. Um, but you have to have listings to survive in, in, in real estate. Yes. You know? So, so, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's, uh, a, a really 
you know, good challenge too. You know, it's, it's a challenge to get that, you know, for sale sign in the front yard and see how long it's going to take you to get mm-hmm. it sold. So, yeah. Yeah, so. and I know the market's constantly changing, right? I mean, it's dependent oh, yeah. on so absolutely. many things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's, been a, it's been a seller's market in Corpus Christi for a very long time. Okay. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that means that we have a strong market. Um, but, you know, it, it does fluctuate, you know, and, and we go from a seller's market to a buyer's market, um, you know, all the time. So um, the, the thing that we have going for us in Corpus Christi is that, um, you know, we, we have a very kind of steady market. You know, okay. our, our market doesn't kind of, um, you know, uh, we don't have a lot of, you know, extreme highs, extreme lows like some other areas do. Why do you think that is? Um, I think that people in Corpus Christi are just a lot more conservative, mm-hmm. you know, in reference to, to money. So they mm-hmm. don't, you know, they're not taking chances as much, you know, as right. maybe, you know, people in other cities do. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because you guys are having to kind of constantly monitor that, but if it's mm-hmm. staying pretty stable, then you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about it as much. Well, you actually, you actually kind of do. Okay. Because, um, cause, you know, when you're, when you're doing really, really well you have to remember that, you know, that change can be around the corner. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to be conservative when you're doing well still because, you know, you, you have to save your money for those hard months. Yes. So, I mean, you know, because in all honesty, I mean, you, you can have you can have a month where you don't close anything. Yeah. But you can also have another month where you close eight. See, you know? that, yeah, that mm-hmm. blows my mind how different it is. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, definitely, um, what's the word? Not you know, how most people's occupations work, but at the same time, I think it makes it kind of exciting. I mean, it is exciting. Yeah. That, that's actually what I meant earlier by, you know, listing a house. It's like, it's kind of exciting to, you know, challenge yourself and go, you know, how, you know, how long is it going to take me to get this sold? You know, I want to get it sold now. You yes. Know? So it's, yeah. If, if you have that type of personality and you're kind of self-motivated, you know, it, I mean, you have to be self-motivated. You have to be. Nobody is going to be there. I, I, I don't think a lot of people understand this, you know, no, first of all, you, down do not get us, a pay, you do not get a, a paycheck if you don't sell something. Okay. You no, know, you can set, you can show a buyer houses for six months, but if you never show them any, um, they never purchase anything. Yep. You didn't make any money off of them. Nobody yep. is paying you for being out there showing them homes, mm-hmm. you know? Wow. Um, so you have to be uh, a self-starter. Yeah, because there is nobody at your office telling you, "Hey, what you what you sell today? You, know, mm-hmm. you better make sure you sell." So that's just it. no. That's yeah, just not the way it is. I mean, and this is kind of a, an extreme. But if you just never close, I mm-hmm. mean, does your broker have to kind of be like, "Well, you're not really, you know." Um, you know, um, that that again depends on what office you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're paying your bills to your broker. Yeah. No matter what, whether mm-hmm. you're whether you're selling something or not, mm-hmm. so they may not care that you're you're not uh, selling anything. Yeah. You know, but but others may not want that kind of dead weight. Of course. In their office. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so that's where mm-hmm. the specific skill set comes into play because mm-hmm. you have been in sales mm-hmm. for I mean forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. And so how did you hone that? Because uh-huh. okay, you know, you're and, and by the way, when you said you did retail management, mm-hmm. what like for what particular was it closed? It was or? limited. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I, I which, knew which it was gone. the limited. Yeah, it was been it's been gone for a very long yes. time. Yes, there's still one in yes. Austin though. My yes. friends go to it all the time. Like yes. I missed the limited. That's yes. so funny. I love that store. Yeah, okay, so, you know, you have to be able to, of course, sell stuff, and people need clothes all the time, so, like, while it is, you know, somewhat challenging, it's doable. Mm -hmm. Then you go to selling properties. Yeah. I mean, that is, you know... On another level. Yeah, Yeah. completely. Yes. And so, you know, how did you hone the skills to, you know, be able to do that kind of thing, to make an amazing living like you're doing? You know, you know, um... uh, this stuck with me when I first started in real estate, and it's so so true. Somebody told me because I I took I took my savings, all my savings that I had kind of saved up from working a retail job, mm-hmm. and I used that to live off of, you know, and and pay all my my startup fees for real estate, you know. Wow. And and somebody told me uh, very early on, well, you know, you are going to succeed because you have no other choice, you know. Uh, and, and that was that was so true. Yes. Into this day, it, like That's I, I so tell everybody great. that yeah. So you know, I didn't have I didn't have a choice but to make sure that you know that you know I I you know I just worked my my rear end off so that way you know I could bring money in. So because I kind of took this risk, this chance. Yes. You know? And and the idea was that I have a better that I have a better life. You know, uh, of with, with my family because retail is difficult. Retail doesn't allow you. Um, you know, 
a lot of time with your family at Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't allow you a lot of time with your family at Easter, you know? Right. So I knew that if I did well in, uh, in real estate that I would have some more flexibility there. You know, I wouldn't have to worry about making my kids you know, baseball games and, and of course. stuff like that. Because you do so, make your own schedule. I do. Yeah. I do make my own schedule, you know. So, um, so you know, I, I that was my motivation. That's, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, like you said, whenever somebody basically presents it to you like this, like you have no choice. Yeah. You're, you know, You're going to succeed because you, you have took. no other choice. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, all right, experience, first go around, mm -hmm. you said that it was someone needing their house to Mm -hmm. get sold. Mm -hmm. So how how was that experience for you? Cuz oh, I mean you're literally scary. like wet behind the ears. Yeah, it was yeah. scary. Yeah. I mean luckily I was at an office with with a lot of uh they they were all very very tenured agents and they were very willing to help me mm -hmm. uh you know with with whatever questions I had and whatever I needed. So so I mean I I never went with a question that wasn't answered. I mean, I, I just always had people around me that were willing to help. So, so you, you've got to have that I yes. mean, because you cannot wing it really in real estate. You know, mm -hmm. um, your first few transactions, you need, you need someone holding your hand because it, it's very, um, you know, it's very different than your classes and what you learn in class. Right. Because you're actually executing the knowledge that you, yeah, yeah. Got. You know, and you, you've got to understand your contract, you know, you, you've got to understand, you know, your marketing, how to market, what's, what's appropriate, what's not, you know, all of that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So. And then, I mean, so how long did it take? And then it was, it was here in Corpus, right? Or do you yeah. hit up other properties in the coastal? Well, our, our, uh, our license is for the state of Texas. So we actually could sell anywhere in the state of Texas. Really? Yeah. 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 But I, I, uh, I sell, you know, here in the coastal bands. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you even hit up like Rockport or Portland oh, yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Orange Grove. I mean, Mathis, all of them. Yeah. Man, so yeah. you're like Sydney, covering some Odom, miles. Yeah. Rancis Pass, all of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty neat though. Cause yeah. you really do know what's available kind of oh, in, yeah. in the area. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so first experience selling the house. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from that? Like, what did you tweak after that point? Oh, gosh. Uh, everything, probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's a, like every every transaction you have, even to this day, Brittany, I mean, I still learn something. Okay, wow. Uh, from and that's 20 years in the every game. Every single time you're learning something. You know, if, if you're not still learning something, there's something wrong. Because right. it's just everything is always changing. Our contracts are always changing. Uh, you know, uh, marketing rules are always changing. I mean, everything is yes. always is always changing. So, you know, of course, you sh should still be learning even after 19, 20 years. Mm -hmm. so, Thank um, you for saying that. Yeah. Because a lot of people feel like oh no, they've seen it, done it all. No, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, what what I tweaked right after that transaction, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, I remember there were times where, you know, uh, there were things that I didn't know in that transaction that I had to ask questions for. So then I went into the next transaction with that knowledge. Of course. And then there was something else in that transaction that I may not have known. And it was just, you know, learning that and then taking that into my next transaction. You know? Okay. So, so, you know, I guess that's, yeah, you know. Well, of course. I mean, that that's how it's supposed to go down. Yeah. I'm just, with the first experience of having <laughs> to sell someone's house, I mean, and like you just coming at, coming out fresh you know, graduating. I guess, okay, so, uh, so, if I had to say something that stuck with me with that transaction is, yes. um, the sellers, uh, were very emotional, mm -hmm. and I think You mean that, just in terms of, like, attachment to the house? No, um, uh, they were very, kind of, maybe high-strung, I guess uh, I should say, or, okay. or, um, you know, they were, uh, you know, um, I imagine you they're deal very with that emotional. a lot, don't yeah. you? Yes. Oh, yeah, we do, but what I learned from that is, don't feed into or don't, you know, don't feed into that emotion. Don't, you know, because the more you stay grounded, uh, you know, the less emotional they get. Yes. You know? No, you and, are the rock. Yeah. You totally are. Yeah. Because so. I had some freakouts, not like, you know, aggressive freakouts, <laughs> but like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Freakouts yes. with my real yes. estate agent. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So you, you know, know just break down. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. I mean, I, I got to tell you, every other transaction for us is that way. You right. Know? So what you you learn, and what I learned from that is, you know, it, it it's maybe not a good thing for you to be like crying there with them, or of, you know, yes, absolutely. or if they're getting angry with you, getting angry back. Mm -hmm. What what is going to serve both of y'all better is for you to just stay calm. Yes. You know, and and try to keep the emotion out of the transaction as much as possible. Yes. Um, because. That is going to keep it, uh, you know, just, just kind of even keeled, which mm -hmm. is always going to be better for, for the 
the client. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I just had a flashback yeah. with my real estate agent. <laughs> you know, where it's like, man, the things y'all have to, to deal with, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can totally understand because I've been there. You know, someone just kind of having like a, you know, start crying because they're just not sure how things right. are going to work out. Yeah. The, but a, a client getting angry at you, yeah. I have an issue with. But I know people are... People yeah, will but react you know, however uh, they need to react. You know, I, like, like for instance, you know, um, there, there's stuff that you have no no um, control over mm-hmm. as a real estate agent. Like for instance, uh, you know, I, I had a client who was very angry because her deal didn't work because the buyer lost their job, mm-hmm. you know, about a week before closing. Yep. Now that's a very emotional situation for a seller to be in. You know, of she's course. thinking, you know, she has her, her home sold. And then the buyer loses her home like yep. a week before closing, and there is no contract after that. Yep. Like he can't purchase if he doesn't have a home. You know, yep. his loan is is done. It's gone. Yep. And you know, she she was directing her anger at me. You know, and and really she was just angry at the situation. Uh, exactly. You know. Yes. But so, you you yeah are I mean, directly we can't control associated. That. I have yeah. no control over you know the buyer's job, but you know sometimes anger gets directed at you that's not has really nothing to do with you. So you kind of have to learn to uh, you know. Like I said, just to kind of stay yeah. unkilled. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I can tell that you would. I mean, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have definitely honed that skill, like you said. <laughs> yes. So what recommendations would you have for a client to just make it, you know, what, what advice do you have for someone who's wanting to sell their home or someone who's looking for a home? Mm-hmm. You know, like, because you've been through yes. this a, a million times. Yeah. What would you say to someone, you know, to... Uh, to make the transaction the best it exactly, can be for yes. them. I would say that they need to be very um, picky in reference to who they, they pick uh, uh, in, in, in all like entities. And I'm talking about you know your real estate agent, mm-hmm. um, your loan officer, um, your, um, your title company. Wow. Um, you know, because there's a lot of people involved in a, a real estate transaction. Yes. And, and those people can either make the process very smooth for you um, or they can make it just a fiasco for you. Yeah. And then you are going to be an emotional wreck. You right. Know? Um, so you have to have people that you know um, you mesh well with mm-hmm. and that are going to have your back and your best interests first, mm-hmm. um, that are going to be doing the absolute best job that they can be doing, whatever those, those um, you know, those whatever your, your aspirations are of, of what their job, you know, for you should be. Yes. So, like, I guess what I mean by that is... No, this is great. Yeah, so... Um, so, you know, if, if, you know, you're picturing this real estate agent and, you know, you want them to have, you know, your house plastered all over the place, you know, and you want the marketing for your home to be on every social media site, you know, there is uh, on, on the internet, uh, all the internet sites, you need to do your homework in reference to are they already doing that? Yes. Because if they aren't already doing that with the other listings they have, they're not going to be doing it with your house mm-hmm. either. You mm-hmm. know, so so just do your homework in reference to uh, getting the most professional people you can, you know, working for you. Yeah, I think yeah. that's really, really beneficial advice for someone who's never yeah. been through this before. Yeah, so and I love because, that you, did that. you know, you, you have a lot of people that are like, well, you know, my, my, my cousin's, Boyfriend mm-hmm. is a real estate mm-hmm. agent. I've heard that so yeah, many times. Yeah, and and you know, that's that's great, but you know that <laughs> that might cause you more headache than yes. it does help you really. You know, yes, so, I know people who yeah. experience that because it's a family friend. And yes, they just yeah. don't. And this isn't always true, but mm-hmm. just from what I've heard, that they just don't seem to put in as much effort or anything yeah. just because, oh, I've known yeah. your dad since whatever. Oh, whatever. absolutely. So Let me tell cool. you, there's there's real estate agents that will go out to your house and they're going to stick a for sale sign in the front yard and you will never hear from them again until you call them. That's not really doing right. you a service. Right. You know? So, so yeah, you have to be picky about who you choose. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is excellent advice. Yeah. Okay. So in 2016, you became a part of the leadership Yes. Yes. Tell yeah. me about this. And what does that mean? It's Leadership Corpus Christi. Yeah. And uh, it's a, a program that's supposed to, um, you need to uh, either get potential leaders in uh, in the community up to, you know, to the next level and, yeah. and get them out in the community uh, leading, you know, whether it's nonprofits or, or civically, you know, for the city. Um, and, uh, or if, you know, you have somebody that's already, you know, been in leadership roles in Corpus Christi, it's, it's supposed to, again, get them to 
you know, the next level. Yeah. So. And so yeah. y'all are developing like a framework of just a bunch of people. They pick, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's 30 people per year. Okay. So, uh, you know, they, they'll have a class of 30 people. Um, and you have to apply for, uh, for leadership Corpus Christi. You have to turn in, you know, it's, it's a lengthy application. Um, you know, I think there's referrals that you have to have along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, from all the applicants, they pick their 30, their class of 30. Okay. And then, um, it's a, like an eight month process. Uh, you know, you have a class per month. Um, wow. so you have to make this, you know, you, you have to make this commitment to, you know, to be mm -hmm. at these classes. They only allow you to miss, like, I think it's like two, you know, and you have to have a pretty good, you know, excuse not yeah, to be there. Because it's so exclusive. Yeah, right. Yeah, they picked right. you, so you That's better exactly come. exactly right. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, but it was, it was a great experience. I, I, that's probably the best money I've ever spent on myself. Wow. Yeah, so, Whoa. Yeah. What an yeah. amazing. Yeah. No, uh, it was. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And no, so, I, how do you feel as though you've benefited? Because I mean, it's been a couple of years. Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's there's a there's a networking, you know, uh, you know, uh, you're able. Yes. You know, uh, there's an ability to network there. You know, with some people who have great connections. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. that that class that that class and, and it's a very um, diverse class. Um, you know, they, they try there, you know, you're never going to have, uh, two real estate agents in the same class. Okay. Oh, you know, so you'll have someone that's from cool. real estate, you'll have someone that's oil and gas, you'll have someone that's, you know, um, uh, agriculture, you know, you'll have somebody right. else that's in banking. I mean, it's a very diverse class yes, in reference that's to what neat. everybody does. Yeah. So, uh, so the networking behind, you know, that, uh, that, uh, opportunity is, is unbelievable. I can't tell you how many, how many houses I've sold because of that. the people that are involved in leadership. Corpus that Christi. is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so. And that's what I like to hear. Yeah. You know, cause it's cool to be a part of this program, you know, and you, and you meet people and, and you're, you know, another situation where you're honing skills and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but then for you to still be benefiting from the experience and for you to actually say that I it's... absolutely am. Wow. I mean, you, there, there is some expense involved because you know, you have, there's, there's overnight stays. Well, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, there, there's, there's expense, you know, yes. that's involved with overnight stays. So of there course. is some, some expense involved, but the money that I have made just in reference to the networking that's involved with leadership Corpus Christi far, you know, far outweighs what, you know, I had to pay to be a of part course. of that class. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of, you know, nice to be able to put that on my bio or, mm -hmm. or anything else that goes out in reference to my name, you know, that I was part of leadership Corpus Christi. Not everybody gets to do that. No, so, I, yeah. So I'm very, very proud of that. Yeah. So leadership seems to be a theme in your life because mm -hmm. you're also with the Texas Realtor Leadership Program. I, I did a yeah. Texas Realtor Leadership Program, which is their program, just like Leadership Corpus Christi. Yes. They have a Texas Realtor Leadership Program. So yes. how does that work? Because, okay, well, obviously you mm -hmm. are exceptional in your field. Thank you. Know? you. Yes. I mean, it's very, very clear to me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, explain to me the process of being a part of this leadership program for Texas it, Realtors. It's exactly the same thing. Um, you know, you had to turn in an application. Uh, you know, they, they, they picked the realtors that... Uh, that they wanted to be a, a part of the program. It's almost exactly the same thing, really, as Leadership Corpus Christi, mm -hmm. except that it's geared more toward real estate. Right, so it's yeah. not, maybe not as diverse a crowd. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely all realtors. Yeah. yeah, that one was definitely all realtors. And what's that like, being around a bunch of other realtors? Are all of y'all, like, so different? Or oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the real estate agents here in town, I mean, yeah, they're, they're very different, mm -hmm. you know? So, um uh, you know, they come from different backgrounds, all that good stuff. But, the, you know, it was, it was fun because, you know, like, like we've already kind of talked about, you know, even after 19, 20 years, Brittany, there's always something to learn, you know? So, so, you know, sitting with my peers and kind of listening to what they do in certain situations and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's, that's priceless, you know, stuff yes. that you kind of need to listen to and go, Oh, I haven't been doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I should try that. Right. You know, so, so it was, it was a great experience. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I like that. And I like mm -hmm. hearing, too, that you enjoy learning from your peers and that kind of thing. Because I imagine that the, it seems to me that it's a pretty competitive market. Very competitive. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for you to be able to be around these others and, and uh, kind of, you know, discuss these things that y'all all share in terms of experiences. Right. Yeah, it is priceless, like yes. you said. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So, someone who wants to become a real estate agent, mm -hmm. what would you advise them prior to even making that definitive choice? Um, they need to look into expense because it can be very expensive to start, you know. Um, 
and uh, they need to look into the classes to make sure that you know they're they're going to be you know good with the classes that they have to take. And, and where do you take the classes? Online? At Del Mar? You can take them online. Um, I think there's a, a real estate school in San Antonio that some people have, uh, I think it's called Champion if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, you can take your classes there. Um, but there are also classes, you know, actual, like, you know, um, classroom setting uh, mm -hmm. that you can take here in town as well. Okay. So, yeah. But I think they should just look into expense and, and, and the classes to see if it's even something that is really going to interest them. It, it's not easy money. I think it's really kind of weird. Oh, thank you so think, much for saying that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that people think that it's easy money. It's not easy money. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'll just get my real estate license. I've yeah. heard people say that. I'm yeah. like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, just I, I think I would, I would suggest that. Yeah. And maybe talking to a real estate agent, you know, somebody Good that idea. is a friend, you know, or, or, you know, that they trust that is going to give them, you know, d just the nitty gritty. Yeah. 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 So what's like a lessons learned for you doing this? Like, what are you like? Okay, well, I'm never going to do that again. Or, mm -hmm. you know, concerning concerning. Yeah. Like sell buying or selling or just interacting mm -hmm. with a client. Like what, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's like a list of that kind of thing that you've experienced? Oh, I'm never going to do again. Let's see. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give you two things that I think I've, I've always told myself, oh, I'm never going to do that again. And that is, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have passed up opportunities in the past. Ooh, um, and I'm not even, I'm, I'm even talking about real estate. I'm not talking about like transactions. I'm not talking about clients, but, but in my life, I think I've passed up, uh, opportunities and, and said, oh, I'm, I'm too busy. You're never too busy. Right. There's always time to do a little bit more. You know. Ooh, and and I think good my one. I think my thinking at the the time was uh, you know um, the opportunity will come around again. You know, and and I'll do it when I have a little bit more time. Well, sometimes stuff is all about timing, and and the opportunity doesn't come around mm -hmm. again. So I think what I do you think I, it was like fear. No, or literally I think just I, like, I, don't wanna... I think I really thought, you know, um, you know, there were opportunities that were presented to me, you know, during my, my daughter's senior year and, and I thought, Oh, I want to put all my focus, you know, on her senior year, whatever I need to do there. And I had stuff going on with her high school and stuff, but, um, but really thinking that that opportunity that was offered to me would come back around mm -hmm. and it never has. So I tell my kids all the time, if something's offered to you, don't ever pass it up for that mm -hmm. reason. You just do it and get it done. Oh you know? my gosh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. see, yours is an interesting perspective that mm -hmm. you said, you know, it was literally just because I had so much going on, I just mm -hmm. didn't think I could give it the time, so I just mm -hmm. didn't. Because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that I meet say they're mm -hmm. they're scared to, to take the opportunity, so they, mm -hmm. they just immediately say no and then mm -hmm. ultimately mm -hmm. wish that they had. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that perspective. Yeah, and, and I still get offered stuff that, that sounds completely scary to me, mm -hmm. you know, but, but what I've learned is just do it. I mean, yes. don't let fear hold you back. You know, Ooh, just, what's yeah. an example of that? I mean, okay. in particular to um, the uh, job. I was, a, I was chairman of the Landmark Commission. Yes, oh, the city I really wanted to talk about this. I'm glad you brought it up. Well, uh, so uh, chairman of the Landmark Commission for the city of Corpus Christi, and it's kind of like... Um, they review if somebody applies to be like a, a historical landmark here in Corpus Christi. Yeah, okay? this is very fascinating to me. Yeah, so, um, so you know, I, I, my name gets brought up to be chairman of the Landmark Commission. And what well, does it mean to be a chairman? Because you're a chairman on a couple of things. The Driscoll Children's Hospital... Well, uh, yes, I co-chaired. Uh, that was a fundraiser. Yeah, uh, chairman is basically you're you're the head of that commission. Okay, so you know you're you're going to be, um, you know, running the meetings mm -hmm. and and all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, but uh, why I'm bringing that up is because I'm sitting there and everybody around me is either a doctor of education, uh, you know, an engineer, mm -hmm. you know, um, I mean, you had attorneys on there, so. I mean, the idea that I would be chairman of the Landmark Commission, that was scary, mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, there's a reason why my name got brought up. Exactly. And, and um, not by you. It's by right. someone else. Right, that's yeah. right. Not by me. So, you know, sometimes you have to just, just get beyond the fear. Just of course. let it go. Don't think about that. Mm -hmm. Just do it. If they think that you can do it, you know, and, and you've been doing the job that, you know, you've already been... You know, you've already been a commissioner for the landmark commission. You already know what it, you know, what it entails. Exactly. Just try it. Just do it. You know, so that, that is a, that is a situation that I was in that was like, you know, 
Huh? <laughs> yeah, why? You know, who am I to be chair of these? But isn't it funny no. that you, and this is like the conversation we had prior to starting the recording, Yeah, that we have these insecurities, like who am I to whatever, mm-hmm. be this representative whenever there's, right. you know, people with these other titles, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, why do we think that about ourselves, right? Very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. So. Yeah, that we're most um, critical of ourselves. Oh, and, absolutely. And where we fall. Absolutely. Yeah, so I always love when you guys share this kind of thing with me because, uh, like I said, as an outsider looking in, I mean, especially at you, you know, like, um, fancy real estate agent, and it's like, no, we still have these times where we occasionally doubt our skills or or whatever, and yet, you still went for it, right? and and were successful at it, definitely learned from it. So, uh, okay, Landmarks Commission, that's what it's called, Yeah, and I no longer am on the commission because that was a few years back, and I actually, I, I tenured out... Oh, that's uh, a thing. And, and I'm a sitting chair of the uh, Human Relations Commission, which is probably what you saw. On yes. This. So yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm right now the uh, chair for the Human Relations. And what commission is so? What does city. that mean? Uh, the Human Relations Commission for the city actually uh, they study um, you, uh, all the all the groups that are uh, that um, that laws protect. Okay. You know, um, you know uh, laws protect. You know. Um, uh, people of a particular age, yes. you know, the young and the old, yes. um, you know, uh, your, your, uh, the whole LB, LGBTQ thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's also, you know, protection for the handicap, you know, mm-hmm. so, so that's what, uh, the Human Relations Commission does is it, it, uh, kind of studies, you know, where, you know, we might be able to, to, you know, get better in reference to Corpus Christi, you know, what, what, um, services we're offering the handicap wow. you know how all those uh how all those groups uh you know are able to kind of get along uh in our community mm-hmm. so yeah no that's great yeah and so do y'all do you guys just meet uh you know do we have, have a monthly events? meeting okay monthly yeah meeting. we have a monthly meeting and uh you know we'll just uh discuss what programs are out there for you know for all those um for all those different uh groups um, if there's anything else that we might be able to uh, offer them that might be beneficial to our uh, citizens, um, all of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is like, so do you guys develop programs or just come up with ideas and then we'll, y'all try we'll to come implement? up with ideas sometimes and we'll we'll pass them along to you know whoever it is might be able to uh, to get that off the ground. You know, there's there's also excuse me, there's also programs that are already in place mm-hmm. that we want to make sure that uh, that you know the citizens citizens of, of the coastal bend know about, you know. Oh good. because um, there's actually a lot of programs out there that people, you know, have no clue about. You know? Absolutely. Like, yes. Um, you know, if, if you're elderly or if you're handicapped, there's actually a program out there that uh, the city will take your uh, trash cans out to the curb. Really? Um, you know, so that way you don't have to worry about doing that. Well, I mean, think about I that. About we that. don't. We don't think about that because we don't need that that program or, the, or that service, mm-hmm. you know. But but there are a lot of people in our community that that do need that service. Yes. You know? So that's that's an example of like a program that's out there that we try to kind of you know um, market or, or let people in Corpus Christi know about, so that way it can be used, you know, by the people that need it. So it's specific to the city of Corpus Christi municipality. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So you actually do you, you guys work with city officials? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. yeah, so like you know if we have a um if we have an idea or something that we want to pass along, you know, of course it's the city council and the mayor that have to, you know, pass those rules, yes. those laws. So uh so you know maybe we pass it along to them, mm-hmm. you know, or you know there there may be already uh, you know a, a department in the city that we need to give that idea to. So yes. it's, it's just kind of you know, just everybody working together. Yeah, to, to no, get, that's yeah. fantastic. And mm-hmm. I'm a city employee, and I had no idea. See? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how does that work? It, I work for the city and had no idea that there was a program that would do yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I so mean, don't, do you, don't feel bad. There's actually a program that I just learned about that is, <laughs> that, that is um, like, there's elderly people who need to sell properties, right? Yes. Well, they don't have anybody. They may, may not have any family. They may not have anyone that can help them get oh. that that, that uh, property ready to sell. Yes. So there's actually uh, a program um, that uh, will actually assist people in getting their home ready to put on the market. 
That's you know very interesting. Yeah. That, so yeah. um, so and I mean, you're a realtor. I'm a realtor. <laughs> so, so there funny. you go. Yeah. So there's just there's a million programs out there that you know it's really important that people in Corpus Christi know about. So so that's kind of what the Human Relations Commission does. Okay. You know, we we touch on bullying too because you know the the young you know uh, they're they're also you know they're they're also another group that uh, you know by law you know they're uh, protected. It's mm-hmm. a protected group. So you know we talk about bullying a lot because you know that's that's another thing that's really big. In, and very you know, prominent um, among uh, among the kids here mm-hmm. uh, in Corpus Christi, and and, and suicide is actually uh, at, at a very high rate right now. Yeah, so that's the something stuff else I've heard that, lately it just yeah. blows my mind, and I know that a lot of it has to do with social media bullying. Absolutely, is that something yeah. that you guys touch on? We do touch okay. on that. You know, it's like okay, well, you know, there've been you know there've been rules in reference to middle schools, high schools, elementaries that have to do with bullying, but you know, have those rules evolved in reference to social media because they need to they you know? really do uh, because uh, a lot of the bullying that goes on now is mm-hmm. is on social media mm-hmm. so you know we we uh, have um we have uh speakers that come and talk to us and tell us you know where where are y'all in reference to all that so that way we kind of know yeah if there's any change that needs to to be had Okay, yeah, that that's fantastic and a really, really important. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it an issue, re- really, or topic. It really is. It is an topic. issue. Yeah, it's a very important topic because actually, our our uh, the the uh, state representative Todd Hunter is actually starting a suicide task force because our suicide rate in uh, in Corpus Christi has just gone through the roof. You know, yeah. and it's just very scary and very sad, and we have to see what we can do about that. Right, and yeah. I mean, is it um, when you say that are they mostly young people? Is it a yeah, big think, percentage of it? it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, because they're actually targeting, you know, um, high schools and middle schools. You mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, Todd Hunter's task force is actually targeting that, that uh, age group. So I, I think that, that it, there's, a, there's an issue there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, so yeah, whenever I saw that you were a part of the Human Relations Commission, mm-hmm. had no idea what that entailed. And now that I know, yeah. how can someone access this information that you guys have? Um, uh, we have, uh, the city of Corpus Christi mm-hmm. has a Facebook page mm-hmm. and there's actually a link to human relations commission. So if we ever have anything that we're trying to get out there, um, we will put it on uh, the Corpus Christi city of Corpus Christi's Facebook page. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So they can, they can actually get to the information from there. Um, uh, but also, I mean, our, our meetings are open and, oh, you know, all, good to yeah, know. all, all meetings, uh, you know, that, uh, that the city has, you know, in reference to all its commissions and, and committees and boards, they have to be, they have to be posted there yeah. like a week or two ahead of time. So, you know, you can get, you can get the, uh, the times and, and dates for those. Where do y'all hold those? At, uh, at, at city hall. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anybody listening, if y'all want to be present and that kind of thing, is interaction encouraged? Or is it just people are kind of like looking in on y'all? There's a there's a time for public comment, mm-hmm. and and you know if anybody has a public comment that you know they want to make, you, you'll have you know a, a certain time that you can make that. Okay, yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. So something about you I had no idea until like a couple of days ago yeah. is that you are the president of Casa yes, Coastal yeah, Bend. This is that. major. Yeah, and I just proud. found I'm out what it stood for. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down. Court-appointed Court. special advocate. Yes. For children. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I already know. I got it. Okay, so how did you transition into to this role? Because, I mean, you really are wearing a lot of different hats. Um, I have a client who has been a very, very long-time client of mine, um, he and his wife. And uh, he has been uh, on the board and president of Pre- past president of uh, the board for Casa the Coastal Bend, and, and he actually recruited me. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was very uh, thankful for that. Yes. Yeah, so, um, huge. Yeah, because uh, to be a part of that community, is, it's, just been, it's just been wonderful. Yeah, the people that are involved with Casa are just, they're just salt of the earth, wonderful people, and, and they're there because they really care. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, just, it's just great. So tell me what Casa's mission is. Um, Casa's mission is to get foster children uh, out of temporary homes as as quickly as they can and into permanent homes okay. safe loving permanent homes yeah. yeah so that's that's the biggest thing because you know um we have a lot of kids that are in temporary homes mm-hmm. um and how does that work so they're like explain to me like how a kid would end up in that situation well okay so um you know um kids get picked up because they're in a um they're in 
a scary situation. They're they're not in a safe situation, you mm -hmm. know, uh, at home maybe. Um, so you know, police officers have to pick them up. Well, they have to take them somewhere. They have to be placed somewhere. You know, they don't stay at the police station. You know. Yes. So so what uh, the police officers have to do is they have to find a, a temporary foster home for those children. Mm -hmm. So um, so that is how they wind up in in foster care. Right. And and God bless our foster our foster parents. You know, I mean, what where would we be without them? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where where children would be without foster parents. Right. Um, so it's it's a great service that they provide these kids. But but what happens is, you know, um, who doesn't want a permanent home? You of know, course. Do you remember when we were kids? I mean, you know, it it was so important to know where you were going to be for, yes, for Christmas. Yes, you don't even have to think about yes, it. Yes, so important yeah. to know, you know, uh, where you're going to be after school, eating your PB&J, you know, and, and your milk, you know. Yes. Um, so, so it's very important for children to have permanent homes. So uh, what CASA advocates do is um, they're actually um, appointed by a judge, mm -hmm. uh, the judge that is in charge of the case of, of that child, and um, and they have access to everything, just like, uh, just like you know, a, um, um, uh, someone from uh, Child Protective Services would. Okay. Just, yeah, so, so they have access to uh, the complete file of the child. They have access to all the players in reference to that uh, child's life. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, the grandmas, the mm -hmm. neighbors, the teachers, the, you know, everybody you know, siblings, and they are wow. able to actually go and talk to all those people um, and actually go and have visits at uh, the child's home so they can kind of get an idea of, you know, where the child was living. You know, uh, they'll also go to, let, let's say grandma wants, uh, grandma is saying that they'll take the child permanently. Right. Let's say that a neighbor is saying they will also take the child permanently. Wow. Uh, so what they'll do is they'll go and make uh, visits home visits so that way they can actually see okay if grandma wants this this child you know what does this house look like yes. you know is it a safe environment you know for the kid who lives with grandma mm -hmm. you know and then what uh, the casa advocate does they go back to the judge and, and they give you know uh, their opinion in reference to where is the most loving and safest place for that for that child to be. Yes, like what an important role. Yeah, that they play. yeah, and it, it, it's emotionally taxing. Absolutely, and, and, you know, and it, uh, it you know it. it uh, you know, you have to be a special kind of a person to be a casa a volunteer. So very, you know, I don't know. I'm just very proud of, of those volunteers. Of course, but um, but um. Um, you know what I what something I didn't understand, Brittany, before I got involved uh, with Casa is, um, you know, each child has an attorney. Okay. But it, and I, I always kind of thought, well, why do we need a Casa? I mean, that child has an attorney, and that attorney is going to fight for you know where that that child is going to be permanently. Mm -hmm. But what I really kind of didn't understand clearly is that that attorney has to fight for whatever that that child wants. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> let's say worst case scenario. Um, that child's parents are both crack addicts, mm -hmm. okay? It doesn't matter to that child. That child is still going to want to go home. Yes. That child is yep. still going to want to go and be with mom and dad, no matter how bad it is yep. at home. So that is the difference between that attorney that is representing the child mm -hmm. and, and a CASA advocate. The CASA advocate will actually be able to tell the judge, I know the child wants to go back home, but it's not safe there for them. Yes. I've already seen it with my own eyes. I've, I've already talked to the parents. You know, um, they're not going to, you know, their uh, AA meetings. They're not going, you know, they're not doing all the things that you had already asked the parents to do. You know, right now, the, the, the best place for, for, for the uh, child is maybe with grandma. Right. You know, so it, it and that, that opinion actually bears a lot of weight with, with the judge. Okay, and that's yeah. what I was wondering. But mm -hmm. it is court appointed, so they want yes. this person's opinion. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Right. Wow. That judge has appointed that person yes. to, to be this guardian ad litem. Yeah, yeah. that is, I mean, so, I just, <clears throat> you you blow my mind because, you know, you're like a realtor by day and then you're doing this like <laughs> HR commission, president of CASA, like getting these kids into permanent homes thing. Well, it's and, amazing. And I, I just want to be clear, like I sit on the board. Yeah. Okay. So what the board does is they raise money so that way we can try to uh, get you know, we, we can be in the community trying to uh, recruit more volunteers. Yes, I mean, but it's huge. Yeah. Your it, role it is, is huge it is, and critical. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but, I mean, really, the volunteers, they're the ones that are in the trenches, and, and they're the ones doing the really, really hard work. Because mm -hmm. i got to say, I've, I've talked to our volunteers, and uh, the stuff that they see on a daily basis is, yes. is heart-wrenching. Yes. Heart-wrenching. 
So, you know, like I said, it, it takes a really kind of special person to, to do that kind of volunteer work because the things that they see and still go back and do it again, you know, mm -hmm. because they know that this kid is kind of relying on them, you know, to get them in a good place. Um, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and so that is another characteristic of the women that I have on my podcast yeah. is that you guys will always give credit to those, like your team, always. And, yeah. I, and I think that that's incredible. I mean, because you're providing the means for these volunteers to do their job. That's right. That's and, right. you know, it, yeah. it, it really is a team effort. And, yes. you know, you're representative of that. And yes. I just want to thank you so yeah. much for that. So someone who wants to become a volunteer. Yes. What do they need to consider prior to doing it? Because like you said, it is a challenge. Yes. And how do, how do they do it? Um, actually, we have an info session every Wednesday at Casa the Coastal Bend. Um, we're on Prescott Street. I don't want to give you the wrong address, so I'm, I'm not going to give you the address. But it's, okay, uh, you can see all right off Crosstown, no? Yes. Yeah, you're right, is, on the, on, right, right on the right. If you're yeah, it's right on the corner of Crosstown and Prescott Street. Mm -hmm. If you just Google us, you'll find our address. But yeah. every Wednesday at noon, unless it's a holiday, there is a 45-minute info session, and it tells you exactly what is involved in reference to being a CASA volunteer. Okay, excellent. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think people would really need to know and really need to prepare themselves Absolutely. for this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, some people, you know, they'll they'll do their first case, Brittany, and they're like, okay, this is maybe more than I I, I thought it was going to be. You yeah. know, you you have to be kind of strong to to you know take that on. So yeah. Um, so so anyway, they give you a very clear idea mm -hmm. of what it is to be a casa volunteer, and, and from there. They'll, they'll actually tell you about the classes because you do have to, you know, take classes to be a CASA volunteer. There's a background check. You know, you have to have... Of course. Uh, yeah, because, you know, since you'll be involved and, and you'll have access to the kids, you there there is it, there is a background check. So. Yeah. Um, so they'll tell you about all that. So what does your family think about all that you do? I mean, because you just seem to be on the go all the time. So many things going on. I mean, yeah. you're a strong woman excelling in your field as well as being representative of these... Uh, commissions or organizations. Yeah. So, yeah. what do they say? I mean, especially your kids. What well, do they my think? kids are grown, so they're not at home. So, <laughs> but still, they know what you're yeah. up to. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's, it's just uh, you know always kind of been part of their lives, so they really kind of don't. I mean, I don't know. It's just not you know. I don't know. It's not really something we talk about. On yeah. Well, I'm sure that they're yeah. you know yeah. thinking about it. I mean, yeah. How, how can you not acknowledge the fact that? You know, you're yeah. like this really strong, amazing woman yeah. raising I, these kids. Or well, raise I appreciate that. I'm going to come and do a, a podcast with you every weekend. This <laughs> uh, girl! <laughs> well, I feel like I could talk to you never, to be totally honest. Now, you know, you know what? Um... We we it's not we don't talk about stuff like that on a regular basis, but mm -hmm. um, but I will say that uh, I I was recently a co-chair of uh, Fiesta de los Niños for yes. Casa uh, for for Casa I'm so sorry for Driscoll Children's Hospital, mm -hmm. um, and and my uh, kids actually did come down to be here with me for for that you know um, my my son lives in Fort Worth and my daughter actually is almost in her senior year at, at Texas Tech. So, All right, yeah, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Um, so they were here, and, and you know they did say, you know, I'm proud of you, mom, and, and to me that means that means everything. Of so. course, uh, yeah, especially to hear it, you know, from your own from your own kids. You yes. know, I have a yeah. uh, like he's 19 months, and you know he doesn't <laughs> know what's going on yet. But uh, <laughs> to to hear that kind of thing because yeah, you, that's you what really you want to hear, right? Yes. That's what means the most. So yeah, yeah. I mean, because you really are such a staple in this community with what you're doing. I mean, from helping people buy or sell a house to you know getting volunteers on board to help kids get into a permanent home. I mean, yeah. I hope that you realize that. And that's something that I always want my leading ladies to leave with, is I, I really want you to reflect on yeah. everything that you've done and are doing, because you're incredible. And we're, the community thank is so lucky you. to have you. Yeah. And I want to thank you so much for being here. Yeah. And talking to me on a Saturday. I know you have so much going on. Yeah, this which was makes fun. me thank you even yeah. more. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you.